Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Today, we're going to be talking about how to keep complaints out of the HR department. So let's talk about manager training. I have a question for you. Do directors need different training than managers? Do managers need different director Do managers need different training than supervisors? The answer is probably, again, the words directors, managers, supervisors, they're all ambiguous and they're all specific to your organization. If there is a vast difference in duties and responsibilities for those titles, then yeah, they probably do need different training. Now, we need to make sure, though, that all of the leaders in your organization, all the supervisor type people, anybody who's supervising other human beings, we need to make sure that they understand every single process in your organization from hiring to promotions and demotions to how to give reviews, aka not just on an annual basis all the time, how to put somebody on an improvement plan, when to put somebody on an improvement plan. That's the thing with improvement plans. It actually requires managers, directors, supervisors to be involved with the employee. So many organizations put people on an improvement plan just to get them out the door. Why don't you save everybody the time and heartache and just put them out the door? We also need to know as a manager, how do I handle compensation? How can I give raises, bonuses, or other rewards? And then when am I allowed to let somebody to go? Why do managers as a whole need to know this? To improve overall communication on their team, to improve the respect that the employee has for all levels of management, including HR. And then of course, the confidentiality part is super important. But two big things we want to come out of this, of the why, is to reduce any lawsuits or EEOC claims. And then two, to reduce people walking into the HR department with their complaint. They should know that their manager knows how to handle this. And they're not going to know that right away until they go to their manager or HR <laughs> redirects them back to their manager and, it, and the manager actually handles it. Ta-da, that's how it's done. It's not going to happen overnight, but let's start now. Let's also talk about, though, why do managers fail at employee management? It's usually because they have excess workload. Who doesn't? Who, who walks around right now and says, I have enough time in my day? Nobody. Nobody has enough time in their, our day. So please be careful when you are dumping and redirecting these things back onto the managers to know that they already have enough on their plate. 
That's not a, a problem we're going to be able to solve overnight, and we're certainly not going to be able to resolve it on this podcast. But we need to be, we, HR, need to be the voice for the managers to just say, hey, we want the managers to take care of employee problems, all the way from gossip to performance and behavior and whatever else comes their way and whatever you decide is going to be assigned to the managers. If we want them to take care of this instead of running to the HR department, then we need to free up some of the manager's time. So HR, please be an advocate for the manager instead of just dumping stuff on their plate. Managers may also fail at employee management because of procrastination. They're not comfortable having the conversation, or again, they're just busy, and so they just keep kicking the ball down the court, but they never actually handle it. Managers may fail to see the value in regular feedback what do I mean by regular? All the time. Again, once a year review is useless. It's completely a waste of time. And it's usually just a check mark for the legal compliance part. If your managers or your directors and your company as a whole is only having a, uh, conversations with employees about their performance and behavior only once a year, you're failing big time. We need to have regular feedback, and regular means all the time. And yes, it needs to be documented, and yes, it needs to be followed up on, and yes, a plan needs to come out of it to train and develop these employees so that they can say, I work for a good company, I'm happy here, and no, competitor, I'm not coming to your organization because I'm happy on my organization with my management team. Managers also fail at employee management because they have a lack of experience at giving feedback. We all learn. What I encourage you to do when you're starting your training and development is if you're going to train and develop your managers or if you're going to outsource it, is make sure they have an opportunity to role play through very specific situations that commonly happen at your organization. Uh, role play, not just with HR, but with other managers have, who have already dealt with this. And then we could openly talk about it in a room so that all the managers are on the same page of how to address this situation and that situation and the other situation that always happens here. They may not know there's a law connected to it. They may not know that there's a policy connected to it. Let's talk about it openly and remove all judgment when we are talking about it. Managers may personally say, well, I don't need feedback. I don't know why these other people do. We need to get them to know that people are different, different generations, different personalities, just different, period. And that most people want feedback and most people want feedback all the time. And yes, as a manager, it is exhausting. Managers also fail at employee management because, as I mentioned, they may not know the, knowledge, the process, the forms, the format. So we have to make sure that it is available at their fingertips, especially if the HR department, A, doesn't exist, or B, is far away from managers location-wise. They can't just pop into your office to ask your, for a form. So we need to make sure they literally have the processes and the forms and the formats at their fingertips. And then finally, managers may not be comfortable talking to employees because they're, they don't have the actual knowledge of the employee performance. Maybe somebody else technically manages the employee, 
but on an org chart, it falls under this manager or director over here. So they're left scratching their head going, huh, I don't know how to talk to this person. I don't even know who they are. I don't know why they're under my, under me on the org chart. So let's make that org chart look accurate. And then finally, managers fail at employee management because they may not have any empathy. Not sympathy. Sympathy is where you're feeling sorry for somebody. But they may not have empathy. They may not even realize, like, hey, we need to be empathetic. Uh, you know, it's the year 2022, and people are going through a lot. They've been through a lot. And if we're not empathetic as a company as a whole, but definitely as a manager, employees will leave. I also say, worse, they might stay. So what I mean by that is they may do the bare minimum of their job so they don't get fired, but they certainly don't go above and beyond. And it's because their manager may not have any empathy. So teaching emotional intelligence is another item that you need to be training on and you need to be teaching managers on in order to remove complaints from the HR department over to the management department. Also know that not everyone is going to be emotionally intelligent. Just because you're training on emotional intelligence doesn't mean that someone is going to suddenly come around and be emotionally intelligent and have empathy. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.